Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Two, four. What would you talk about on your uh, on your podcast? Five, seven, eight. Hello, ladies. Elvis Duran presents. 12, 13, 14, 15. The 15 Minute Morning Show. Here we go. The 15 Minute Morning Show podcast. Hi, everyone. Hi. Hello there. Hello. Hello there. There's Froggy. There's Danielle. There's Scary. There's Hi. Gandhi. There's Scotty B. And there's Straight Nate. And there's uh, Garrett. And our host. For the 15 minute morning show podcast in his uh, paneled uh, uh, paneled den. 
Yeah. With, with electricity, I see. <laughs> and a leather couch. Our host, Dave Brody. Yay, Brody! Take it away, Dave Brody. Wow. Well, I appreciate uh, letting me know about 30 seconds ago I was hosting the show. See, you're already bitching and moaning. <laughs> no, no, no. I, you know what? I wanted to talk about something. Have you ever been in a store or, or dealt with a company or had a job where someone in authority should not have had that job and you wonder how they got the job? Yes. All the time. Mm-hmm. Backstage you're, you're, places you're, when we're getting kicked out all the time. I'm like, who told you to kick me out? What? Yeah, you're working for that show right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> have any of you guys heard of the Peter Principle? No. Froggy, no that? jokes. Oh, no. wait. It what sounds so, familiar. Just yeah, what I think the Peter have, Principle actually. is the philosophy that people get promoted until their level of incompetency reaches them. So, for instance, you're a good hostess at, a, at, a, at Fridays, right? So they make you a waitress. And you're a good waitress, so they make you a manager. But you don't have the skills to be a manager, but you were a really good waitress, so they promoted you. So you keep getting promoted until you're incompetent. And then you get fired. Okay. It what be, does it, it have to be, do with the word Peter? Uh, because it was a scientist and a, uh, oh. and a uh, okay. psychologist Boring. named Peter. I thought maybe you'd mix it up principle. with Janet Jackson and the pleasure principle, but it's different, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you getting to a specific uh, company that you've had to deal with right. where you've, you've been exposed to someone with the, the Peter principle problem? Well, I often... Yeah, well, anytime, <laughs> you go in, anytime you go into a store, for instance, I was at uh, the store with the... Well, I can't even say what the logo is. The letter the P? It was Target. Okay. <laughs> And I, I had cool. to deal with a manager, and the manager had no clue how to be a manager. So it occurred to me they were probably a really good cashier or really good at the customer service desk, so they got promoted. But the Peter Principle, and you can look it up online, would tell you that people continue to get promoted until they're incompetent. For instance, in our business, mm-hmm. if you're a good morning show host or a good DJ, what happens? You might get promoted to music director or program director. You get fired. You what are you talking about? But that doesn't mean you know how to manage people. So it did you, you know did you tell do... said target manager that he was not qualified to be a manager? Uh, no, no, I didn't. Um, <laughs> but maybe the tone of my voice did. No. no. <laughs> okay. So anyway, there's, a, there's, a, it's, it, there's an actual explanation for it. There's a, there's a, it happens in every job where you continue to get promoted. So... I wonder if any time people know if they get promoted, like, oh, if I take that job, I'm not going to be able to do it, and then you get fired. So sometimes you should just keep the job you have, but the Peter Principle, if you look it up, talks about how in every industry, people get promoted until they're incompetent. Have you guys dealt with anybody that you can't imagine how they got promoted at oh, that position? Well- of every course. day, yeah. <laughs> I mean, every yeah. day, yeah. No, you know, no. I, I, I do understand that. I've, I did, never knew there was a name for it, but, I, but yeah, absolutely. You know, there are people who are so great at being, like you said, a host, uh, or a waiter, and or server, and uh, they're like, God, we don't want you to leave because there's nowhere else for you to grow other than management. So we're moving you to management, and then they fail at it. Yeah. I've always heard that calling failing upwards. Yes, failing, failing upwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Meanwhile, to be a manager, you probably need some schooling and classes and things and a background in it, and it's probably better for a company to have someone fly in and take that job. But what that does then, it pisses everyone below that rank off because they feel like they were overlooked and they just somebody zoomed yeah. in out of nowhere, although though that person is probably more qualified because they had the background for it.
Well, I know for a fact that I've been on the radio, on the microphone since I was 14 years old. And when I decided I wanted to be a program director, which is a management position, I, it was a rude awakening. I should yep. not have been given that job. I was not a good manager of people. I, I, that's why I don't manage people now, as you can see. And, uh, and I hated being you know, connected to a general manager who was a total shithead. You know, and so I learned, I learned the hard way. It's not what I wanted. Yeah. And so I think it's good before you're given that raise, because you want the money is what you want. You're, before you're given that raise and, and that new title and that new responsibility, you need to really be ready for it. Yeah. And don't fool yourself into, oh, I'll fake it till I make it just to make a higher paycheck. But there's a couple fields where you hope they don't do this. Like, for example, just because you were a good flight attendant does not mean that therefore you should now become the pilot or yeah. for example maybe you those were are, those are different departments maybe right. you did a really good job at answering the phones at the hospital so next week they're going to have you operate on somebody like there's yeah. a couple of fields where this is bad ideas i just yeah, hope they idea. don't do that there yeah Oh my I did the same thing. I was an executive producer like Nate is for a long time, actually, until I came here. And I was offered an opportunity to interview for a position of program director for a little beach town. And I was so excited because I was like, yeah, beach town is going to be awesome. I knew in the interview there was no way that that was going to happen. I had no idea what the guy was even talking about half the time. And then I thought, <laughs> who thought I should even interview for this job? It was great knowing you. Josh, Josh was awesome. But no, wasn't going to work out. <laughs> oh, man. There are other I, cool stories, though, where like the janitor of a elementary school, uh, you know, started as a janitor, worked his butt off, uh, went went to school. And then next thing you know, he's the superintendent of the whole school district. So there are those. Cool heartwarming, yeah, there are those heartwarming stories, though. Yeah. It does happen. Yeah. The thing I've realized, though, working your way up and I know, Gandhi, you probably realize this is that that every promotion you get, you just get more bullshit with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah, just. Like, and you, Elvis, too, you know this. Like, the higher up you go, the more you get, the more bullshit you have to deal with. Yes. You've, That's you've, why. I, but you come to a certain point where you can tell other people to deal with the bullshit. That's why true. Nate's here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't you feel sometimes they pretend they're giving you a promotion? Like, they just add more work to your work, to everything. They're like, oh, we're going to give you this new responsibility and change your title name. But you're getting paid the same amount, and they don't give you a raise or anything. Yeah. It's just a BS promotion, yeah. you know? Hey, Thanks Scotty for the Scotty B is a great example of this. Can we talk about it? Well, can I go even earlier than what you're going to talk about real quick? When I was 18 years old, I was working at a call center in the Midwest, and they promoted me to supervisor of the entire place. I was overseeing like... 400 people. They're wow. Like, Can I go to the bathroom? And here I'm in my Beavis and Butthead time. Like, I don't care. Do what you want. You know? <laughs> it was funny that I was the smartest person in the whole joint at 18. Wow. Yeah. I would love so to work B. for Scotty B. <laughs> Scotty yeah, B's worked at Z100 since he was a kid. Since he was, I guess, 19. 19. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And so he worked in the promotion department, marketing department. He's worked for us. He worked for the morning show. And and every time they've said, oh, you know what, Scotty, you're so smart. You're the best in our business. You're a star. We want to put you in a management position. He always said, no, I don't want it. I don't. And, and why, did you, why did you always say no? Because it always was perplexing to management. They're like, well, why wouldn't he want to be one of us? Because right. you're, you're a bunch of assholes. He well, doesn't want to be one of you. <laughs> I'd have been fired a long time ago if I was in management. I mean, this is what I love doing, even though I probably could have paid for my house 10 times over if I was a manager. You know, um, I'll just, I, I like this. This is what I like to do. I haven't had a raise in 10 years. That's how much I love this.
Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And there you go. I mean, so (laughs) that's where, and you read more and more about it these days, people who are working in professions or whatever uh, uh, industry, do you want more money and more responsibility? Or do you just want to just do what makes you happy and get by? You know, my my brother's an example. He's kind of like Scotty. You know, he's a police officer in a smaller town. I think there's only 20, 25 guys in his department. And he became a sergeant after five Ten years, I can't remember how long. And a few years ago, they offered him the chief position, like be chief of police of your department. And he's like, "No, I don't want it." Oh. <laughs> like he goes, "The guy's on call 24 hours a day. Anytime there's a problem, he has to deal with it. I don't want to have to deal with that. I got my right. two kids." And, I since, got a job. and since he's your brother, it's a lot more stress. He probably would have had a stroke too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See? That's the thing. If you're a, a chief of police, you now have to deal with a city council and you yeah. have to deal mm-hmm. with a city manager, and it, gets, it becomes more political. Yeah. Do you yeah. want that? <clears throat> this has happened with my husband, Sheldon, because you know he's a realtor, and he gets approached all the time. Why don't you start your own brokerage firm? Start it, start it. But then you're in charge of all the other realtors, and if right. they mess up, you have to you know, speak for them or fix the problem. And he's like, no, I do not want that responsibility. I love doing what I'm doing. I love selling houses and giving people you know, new lives, but I do not want to be in charge of everybody. So he has turned down a million times when they've asked him. He has enough trouble that, managing Brody. Danielle. He doesn't need to try yes. to manage other people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Brody only had a minute to come up with a 15-minute morning show podcast, and you did it. Look at you. Good nice. job, Brody. Ta-da. Brody. Do I get promoted now? Yeah. <laughs> I, you don't want it. We've learned that you don't want it. No. no. I, you know, it's, I, 20 years ago, I know Scary wanted to be a program director someday <laughs> on radio stations. Scary, in a million years, would you take a promotion? Hell no. <laughs> not, You'd be not, playing not day and these, night every night. Not in these times, no. Fr- Froggy, not in a million years, times. would you give Scary a promotion? Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a no. <laughs> Scary, <laughs> you're safe, Scary. I do feel like, though, the opposite happened for me when I came here because, like I said, I was an executive producer and then I got hired here as a co-host and it didn't hit me until I came here that I was no longer an executive producer and that there were three other guys who were actually producers and I got to just do my thing and leave for the longest time. I used to wander around after the show like, anyone need help? What you doing? Need any help? And Scotty specifically said to me one day, stop doing my job for me. This is what I do. You leave me alone. I was like, really. That yeah. happened? Really? Yeah. Why yeah. would you stop her from helping you out? Well, what was she doing? <laughs> well, she wanted to do production work for me, and I'm the kind of person that I like to do it my way, and I, I thank you very much for offering to help, but my motto has always been do it yourself or do it again, because when someone else tries to do your work for you, they screw it up, and you oh. have to do it again. <laughs> yeah, I was just always used to cutting my own commercials and editing it and then sending it off to where it needed to go, right. and Scotty was like, come on in here and cut these, and I'm like, nah, I got this, I can do it, and he said, hey. That's my job. This is what I do. I'll do yeah. it. I was like, okay. Yeah. All but right. I think Gandhi, wear, Gandhi wears her producer hat all the time during the yes. show. Like 100%. she comes up with things and she's always reading oh, stuff yes. and she's got she's always part producer in my head part producer. No, I no. agree. I'll take yeah. it. No, I, uh, you're two hundred percent. You're truly the the executive producer of our show. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Scotty has actually done that to me, too. Like, so so when we were all in the studio, I would help Scotty from time to time, uh, you know, back time or do math to add up to 6 a.m. And he came to me once and goes, just stop. Stop. Just stop. Oh, my gosh. If I was in charge of the math, figuring out the timing. Oh, no. no. Dude, it would be hysterical. The show would start at 830. Dude, let me me do it one day. It'll be the funniest show we've ever had. Yeah, we'll have 35 seconds of dead air. It'll be a big-ass mess.
exist, boy. Let yeah. me tell you. <laughs> I remember one time when I used to run. <laughs> I used to run when I worked at Kiss FM in Los Angeles. On Sunday mornings, they would run the Rick D's Weekly Top 40, if anybody remembers Rick oh, they, oh, Sunday mornings, they call that the God yeah. Squad. Yeah. But <laughs> oh, they build it as Rick D's is on seven days a week. So they would sell the shit out of it. And there would be like. 20 minutes of spots an hour, and you were responsible for starting the show at a time before 6 a.m., so it back time to end at 10. So sometimes you would be starting the show at, like, 5.15. Well, oh I didn't God. carry the one one time, and I had 30 minutes of spots spilled over the 10 o'clock hour. You didn't carry the one? Yes. That's pretty awesome. Because you Nate, didn't carry the one. It. Yeah, I didn't carry the one. I'm like, oh, shit. Nate, can you do your impression? Uh, of Rick D's? Yeah. Oh, God dang it, Nate. You really that up, didn't you? Oh, <laughs> you, did, if you, you don't know Rick Dees. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah, he Is did he? Disco Duck. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yes, he did. I oh. said bitch. Uh, on, one time I was somehow ended up on his show and I said the word bitch and he yelled at me. He's like, we don't use the word bitch on the Rick Dees program. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you know, he still works. He still does yeah. uh, some show does or show. something. Yeah, yeah. still working. Yeah. There you go. This is like a really bad radio conversation. It was going great when we're talking about, you know, <laughs> you know failing while you move up. Now we're talking about you know geeky what? This, radio stories. Yeah. This happens in any industry. Like, Heather was talking about something in the spirits industry, and I'm like, it was so boring to me. But to her <laughs> and everybody in her industry, it was so interesting. Well, like, you know what? Heather, her industry, the spirits industry, thank God for them. Yeah. Mm, but, yeah. I mean, what does she do in the spirits industry? She makes the stuff you drink. So she's the one that formulates the new Ciroc. Or the new, oh, that's, that's cool. cool. You know, so she makes all the different, Dude. the different formulas, and then like Diddy will taste it and says, "They I should like pay her like fifty million dollars a year. That's important stuff." How do you think it's, they bought that house? Yeah, it is. Damn yeah. Right. yeah. Her credit, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> How are we doing, Frog? Uh, we have thirty seconds left. Oh, <gasps> thank you, <sir>. Jesus. <laughs> what would you have done if I said we had seven minutes left? <laughs> I'd be like. Pfft. Goodbye. <laughs> I would slowly fade away. If I could add to what Nate said, he said that, uh, is it Heather's job is boring when she talks about it, Nate? Is that what you said? Uh, well, that when she gets technical, you know what I mean? Right. I would say everybody's job is boring. Like, we have really interesting jobs, but our significant others don't give a damn. No. Nope. No. You're like, oh, my God, we had we had Jason Derulo on the, okay, great. Yeah. Like, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, I flew to space last week. Oh, space again? Great. <laughs> I remember a couple of years ago, I went to a radio station that I worked at many, many years ago. We had a 20th or 25th anniversary of all the employees, and Lisa went, too. On the way to the thing, she's like, how fucking long are we going to be at this thing and listen to you guys talk radio for hours? <laughs> <laughs> she was so bored. Right. And I thought it was the most fun night of all. I get bored with it, too. You know, I don't understand. Like, in the days of taking vacations, Scary would fly to uh, Miami or whatever. Mm -hmm. He would want to go visit the radio stations. I'm like, well, dude, you're on vacation. I, yeah. Because I'm a radio geek at heart. Oh, I like to go to different like, cities it, and see what the what it's, what like, it's all about. I could see another country. Like, yeah. if I went to Dubai, I would want to see their radio station. Or if I was in the UK, I'd want to go visit a couple of things. Right. But, like, another here in the United States, like, what? No. Yeah. By the way, uh, yesterday I posted that photo of the Rockefeller Christmas tree, which looks like it's, you know, falling <laughs> yes. in. Yeah. The the people the posts that people are putting on this are hilarious. Oh, yes. oh I'm gonna go look. I mean, they're they're just mean, <laughs> just mean, vicious trolls. Oh. It's, it's kind of fabulous. Have they filled the comment it in section? Yet? Is dark. 
Yeah, it's very dark. Have they filled it in? They're slowly working on it. I They're going to make it beautiful. It's all calmed down. <laughs> we were in they a store last this, night looking implants. at some trees. We were looking at some trees in the window of a store last night, and there were a couple of them that looked like the Rockefeller tree. <laughs> like, For oh. instance, I said, they were quoting me, Elvis says, we need to show this tree the love it needs. Elvis, I don't think there's enough love to fix this tree. <laughs> <laughs> it just anyway, needs its little weave. It's going to get its weave, and it's going to be fine. Yes. Oh, it yeah. needs a makeover, implants, everything. <laughs> they, they fixed the one in Cincinnati. They had it on the news last night. The one that was worse than the New York oh, one. Oh yeah, it was bad. And it looked it looked fairly decent. What when they, they put it in it a wood chipper and go find a new one? <laughs> oh, that's it. <laughs> I don't understand why they just don't go and find a really beautiful tree. Like I feel like we've been we've been like they taken for I don't know like it's BS all these <laughs> years. It's gonna be fine. You know, I know, this but is, it's show, but that tree is showbiz. But gonna, my husband and, but Sheldon and I were talking about this last night, and it's like you know when you're with a girl, and then you like you're like whatever, and then you find out her boobs aren't real. It's like you're looking at this tree all these years, and you're like. Fuck! They put in fake, fake tree leaves. This is fucked up. Like this is this is bullshit. No. You know? Childhood yes. ruined. Really? It's nature. Nature is rarely perfect. So imagine what the mall Santa looks like without you know Santa's helper at the mall. Exactly. What he looks like without his you know beard and that's his, a real beard. Costume. They all grow them for the season. The good ones yeah. have beards. <laughs> Only you saw one get pulled off why, one time. Oh. This is why we shouldn't be doing this because we we look so much better when you can't see us. Yeah. yeah. We do this freaking show. All right, we gotta I'm get out pajamas. of here. Say goodbye. Bye. 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 The 15-Minute Morning Show. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network.